Hi, my name is Suzanne Russell, née Fortin. <laughs> and, um, What's yeah. that, the French? Yes. Nice. That's your maiden name? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you say it for us again? Née Fortin, oh, okay. F-O-R-T-I-N. Ah. Yeah. For us, like... It means non- small fort. Small fort. Okay, yeah. a small fort. All right, hello, Proto Evangelum Podcast, Episode Two. Blake Simpson here, alongside me, Matt Rowan. Hey, Blake, how's it going? It's great, man. This is good. Good. Hey, well, no messing around. Let's get right into okay. it. Sounds good. Today we got Suzanne. And for us, like non-French people, are you Quebecois? Are you what yes. kind of French? Yeah, um, I, yes. I don't know. Are there yeah. different types of French? Actually, right? uh, our lineage, our yeah. French lineage, goes way back to the 1600s when Mum's side of the family came from Normandy. Okay. And my father's side, the Fortin, came yeah. from Bretagne. Okay. And so we have a long lineage here in Canada. Wow. We're some of the first settlers, so they came here to evangelize too wow. as well right wow. uh the catholic faith yes right and um recently in my reading of the fortin family i found something else very interesting and i was re- it piqued my interest because yeah. it said that there was some fortin that were part of the huguenot Oh, Huguenot? Yeah. yeah the Protestant, I don't know what that is. They were yeah. part of the Protestant Reformation. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they came out in Canada also to evangelize and get away from the persecution from, of the Catholic Church. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. So that's, I'm, no, I'm it's... whispering that. But, no, yeah, <laughs> I don't no, mean it's it that interesting, way. I right? Mean, it's like, like, yeah. I'm not trying to make them sound bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I understand that there's a lot of people that know Christ in, in the Catholic faith. I, yes. I get that now, yeah. but... Yeah. Growing up, I didn't get that. Yeah. So I, I didn't understand what Christ had done for me. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, so a little bit about your family history, like Quebec. Yep. And Quebec. Then, but yeah, that's sorry, not I, Quebec. I, I Quebec. Okay, I, I got Sorry, I got to say it I, right. I segued. Yeah. 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 No, yes. Uh, my parents were ra- both raised in Quebec, big yeah. families, and then they decided to come to Alberta. They were part of an organization that branched out to evangelize again the west wow <laughs> alberta the english <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. gotta bring those yeah, english yeah, into the that's church. right yeah. <laughs> and um so there was seven founding families that came out west with mom and dad and it was tough for them because they didn't know english they only spoke french and uh there was some uh, really tough years for mom and dad because they were starting from scratch and yeah, lots of what struggles. What did they do for? Uh, farming. Farming. They were, they were from a long line of farmers as okay. well. Yeah. So they came out with basically their suitcases. They didn't have children at that time. I wasn't born. I was the yeah. first baby born in that community. Oh, wow. They named it Saint Isidore after a patron saint, in, according to the Catholic tradition. Yeah. Um, Saint Isidore is the patron saint of the agricult- agricultural um, oh. uh, people. Yeah. Wow. Not that I believe in that now, but that was their belief. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. And so they named that little town that, and I was born there. I was the first baby there. I'm the pioneer baby. Okay, the pioneer baby <laughs> in that town. Yes. So that's a big claim to fame. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> so they didn't, they didn't like move into an English community. They, even though they're coming to evangelize the English, they came and like yep. had a settlement or something. That's right. They were more of a co op than anything. Uh, that's like a church plant, but yes, not, a town plant. A town plant. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> that's absolutely. A huge and it, move. And, like, and it really was, was hard. That part was a blessing because we were a community and we were of like minded people, and mom and dad not knowing English. I mean, really, it was a good thing that they were with people that, I mean, they're away from their families, yeah, 4,000 totally. miles away. And yeah. No no electricity, no running water, no roads yet. Wow. <laughs> All of it in the boonies. Yeah. Where, whereabouts is that community? 10 miles southeast of Peace River Town. Okay. Alberta. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So well, we're on, if you know where Dawson Creek is, the yes, same, I we do. share, share yeah. the same river. We're on the same um, uh, parallel. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Now, when that happens, like, I don't know, this is all, we're just talking, yeah. but like, did they establish a parish? Like, yes, what they did, did they do? They did. And they, they were, I mean, the priests came in, the nuns came in, they established a school there, all of that. It was all part of the, the building of the community. And the other thing that they did, which was good, they had, they belonged to an organization called Les Lacordaires, which meant that they were going to abstain from alcohol oh. altogether. So the because whole community? The whole community. Oh. They all yeah. made a vow that they would abstain from that, which was good because they had such trying times. And I guess back east, they had seen so many people fall prey to alcohol mm. in hard times. So mm. they knew that they had to stay together as a community, pool their money together as a cooperative, and work together on the farms. Wow. Yeah. So the Catholic Church, just to get it in my head, the Catholic Church like sent yep. a group These of people. Yep. They like yep. commissioned them. Yep. That's right. They and sent they, priests. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And there were there were quite a few oh, okay. already in yeah. northern Alberta. There was like in the Edmonton region and the Jouville and oh, those areas, Falaire and all that. And then they established this little this community. little community. Yeah. yeah. And then you were born. Yep. And and then the rest. I was the eldest in my family, and then and the five. oldest kid in the community. Yeah. Apparently. yeah that, well, I well, guess the except well, for the families yeah, right. that came that had already. Yeah, many children, children yeah, <laughs> when yeah, they arrived. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mom and Dad were many. the youngest. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. is that community still? Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's and a, it's a French community. Yes. Yeah. It's alive yeah. and well. That's a, that's very yeah. cool. Yeah. It's neat history. Yeah. That's yeah. great. So I mean, clearly, you like you grew up in a home where spiritual things were taught. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they were. Ta can but you tell us about that a the, little bit? Yes, uh, we definitely had to go to church every Sunday. That was. Um, interesting in the sense that you didn't understand what was being said. It was all in Latin. So oh, you're French. Really? They're talking in Latin. <laughs> I don't know. And you can't say it's all French to, to me. And, trying and, to evangelize to English people. Yeah. 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 And, um, but having said that, they still made sure that we stayed within the Catholic, that we didn't branch away, that we, we had to understand that it was the Catholic Church that saved us. That was pretty much their, their stand on it, even though we celebrated Easter and Christmas and all these. And I really never understood what Jesus had done for me. Really? 
And I walked away from it all later on in, in my upbringing because I seen so much abuse within the system. I'm not going to go into details. Yeah. And such hardship in my school years because of uh, some of the nuns. You yeah. Know, the, they were they were not nice. Yeah. And uh, so I walked away from that. Yeah. And I don't know if I became an atheist, not quite. Like by the time, are you talking like the time time you graduate and you're, yeah, yeah, and you're leaving home? Yeah. 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 I totally walked away from that. Yeah. And it wasn't until my children were born that I realized it had to be more to life than this because they were my pride and joy. And it's such a miracle to have children, right? And then you realize, whoa. There's more. There's definitely more. And I think the Lord was really uh, seeking me at that point, and I was seeking him because I was allowing the Jehovah's Witness to come into my home, and we would have talks, and little did I know that (laughs) I was given a a Bible study tour through their their own stand on, on what you know, God was and all that. Yeah. But right. I didn't know the Bible. I had never read the Bible. So really, I'll, growing I'll, up in a Catholic no, community, never no, read the Bible. Never read the Bible. We had certain scriptures read on, on you know, during uh, the year. Each Sunday had a specific scriptures. And, of course, aside from the Easter holidays right. and Christmas and all that. Um. But no, we didn't own our own Bible. We didn't read our own Bible. We would have prayer in the home, getting back to your question. Mom and dad were very faithful that way. We would kneel and do the rosary. And uh, during school, we would have to do that as well, the rosary and pray to different saints and um, be tested on whether we knew those prayers by heart or not, and I would always oh, forget really? them. I was such a bad student, so I was <laughs> I was slapped left, right, and oh, center man. for not knowing <laughs> these prayers. That's what I do to my kids <laughs> when they don't know their prayers. No, just kidding. Anyway. Um, but there was something in me even then. I had a little bit of a rebellious streak. Yeah. And it it kind of... There was something in me that told me this wasn't right. Yeah. Then. Yeah. But my, my parents getting, giving, I have to give my parents uh, the credit where it's due. I believe that they both knew Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They do talk awesome. about, they yeah. did talk about that in the midst of all that. And yeah. their fate uh, to carry on and persevere through yeah. what they went through. I yeah. know that was the Lord in their life. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, wow. but I did break away from that and mm-hmm. came back. When, but I'll tell you that story. Yeah, about so that. The, yeah, yeah, tell us about the kids and what. So yeah, this is interesting because you got the Catholic Church and, and the then Jehovah my, Witness study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was uh, there confusion in the midst oh, of all that? Like, well, was, there was. I was seeking the Lord. I knew that if I died, there was one thing I was afraid of, because. Um, when Melissa was born, it was 29, and Dan was born, it was 32, and all of a sudden I had this fear of death because my children, right? What if yeah. I leave them orphans and all that, and I'd be writing them letters just in case, <laughs> wow. you know, like who I was and, you sure. know, and just trying to encourage them in their lives and stuff. Yeah. And, and I, I suppose that's what 
led me to seeking that there had to be more, right? Yeah. And I was afraid of that. I knew that if I died, I was in deep caca. Yeah. <laughs> I knew death. that. Yeah. Is it, that a French it, word? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's great. And um, then these ladies started popping in my midst, and I allowed them, and, and, and I thought, oh, they're... They're very knowledgeable. And then all of a sudden, my sister comes from Northern Alberta and to visit, and she had been um, a Mary Kay salesman. And so she was trying to get me to do Mary Kay sales. And she said, we would need a distributor in this area. There's so many ladies here. And, and I thought, okay, why not? And I am the worst salesman. <laughs> but Mary Kay, if you know her story, she was a Christian. Oh, okay. Not uh, the Mary Kay we just interviewed. No, yeah, no, yeah, another yeah, Mary yeah. Kay, Mary, Mary Kay, Kay Cosmetics. Beauty sales. Beauty sales yeah. with the pink suitcase pink and pink Cadillac. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, so the, so that's how, that's how I came to Christ, and I'll tell you why. Because the, another distributor in the region was a born-again Christian. Her name was Fran. And we would have many discussions. And I remember one time we had... There was another distributor with uh, Fran and I, and she needed prayer, and she piped up, Fran piped up. She says, well, I know that where two or three are gathered in his name, uh, the Lord hears our prayers. So if you bow down, and I will pray for this situation, and we'll see what the Lord does. And I had never heard prayer like that. Right. Wow. Like it was free-flowing, and I thought it was beautiful. I mean, yeah. No rosary. No, no rosary. And then I piped up at the end of this. And I said, well, if anything comes out of this prayer, I'm going to your Bible study. <laughs> really? <laughs> so the Lord was leading yeah. me. And I started going to the Bible study. And all of a sudden, it's full of young people, people my age, you know, in their 30s that are, have young families. And I thought... Christianity was just for old people with gray hair like me now. <laughs> and, uh, and they were so embracing and just so loving and accepting and answering all the questions that I had. And one thing led to the next. And the past, it was through a Mennonite Brethren Church okay. and very solid, very yeah. solid uh, gospel teaching and the pastor was full of joy, I and mean, he was just so lovely. And I remember him handing me a track one day. And he, and he no, for, before he handed me the track, sorry, he said, "How's it going? Are, are you getting all this?" I says, "Yeah, I'm trying really hard." He says, "You don't need to try hard." He says, "Read this," and he says, "We'll talk ab after, you know." And uh, then I started reading everything that it said about Jesus, and and I thought that makes sense. I I finally got what Jesus had done for me. And I put, I signed my name at the end of the, the little track. And the following Sunday, he followed up with me, and he says, "So he says, how's it going?" That's, I says, "Great." He says, "Did you read the the track I gave you?" I says, "Yeah, oh, yeah." It, I, it, I, and he says, "So what? So what happened?" <laughs> yeah. And I said, "Well, I signed it. I believe in everything." And he's praising the Lord in the <laughs> back room, and he's grabbing people in the sanctuary, and he says, "In the foyer," and. I didn't realize what I had done, the magnitude of that, right? Like, yeah. Because it does say in the scriptures, when one comes to knowledge of Jesus Christ, the angels are rejoicing. Yeah, yeah. And that's what he was doing. Yes, just celebrating. <laughs> and then and celebrating. And another thing, before that, the minute I did that, 
I want to read my Bible. Really? Cool. And you'd never read it before? No. I had tried. Yeah. Um, Back up. Uh, I had tried early in my first marriage, and I just put it away. And yeah. I, cause it, I couldn't no understand. I, I couldn't understand couldn't it. Understand it. The yeah, spirit yeah. had to reveal to me, right? I yeah, had to be sure. born again in order to understand it. Yeah. And then I, I couldn't leave it alone. I just kept reading it and reading it and reading it. And then I got on to, you know, the music yeah. part of, you know, Christianity, like um, Amy Grant, so, you know, some of the, her songs. Yeah. I love, I, I've decided to follow Jesus. And that was very yeah. poignant in my heart. I yeah. thought, Yes. And I totally no, wanted no to ask you. No turning back. I totally wanted to ask you about that when you said that earlier that you'd never read the Bible. So I wanted to ask, like, well, what happened? And what does it mean to you now? It's everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And even more so now that I'm in my retirement days, all your dreams and aspirations and the things that you think that you're going to do when you reach a certain age and where we're at in the world— I'm relinquishing it all. Like, they, 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 I, I'm letting go of the grip of this world because I, I mean, it's it's only Jesus. Yeah. It's, that's what it is now for me. It's trying to be, trying to be as obedient as I can to Him and follow His instructions and knowing where to go next and asking for wisdom and guidance and yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's what is your Bible reading? Like right now, like today, like do you read your Bible regularly, yeah, yeah, day, every yeah, day, every day? Try and read it every yeah. day. Oh, One yeah. chapter, two chapters. Uh, it whatever. depends. It depends. Do you have yeah. a habit? Like, do you wake up first thing in the morning? Yeah, That's and the, I pray. Yeah, pray yeah. and read yeah. the Bible. Yeah, and I want my prayer life to get bigger and better, and based on scriptures. Yeah. Uh, because that's the word of God. Yeah. I feel that His promises are there, and I need to pray scripture more. Yeah. So I'm trying to put it to memory oh yeah and getting back to my baptismal uh, uh, verse was trust in the lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding but in all your ways acknowledging and he will direct your path and that has been very very um uh evident in my life when did i had to do that uh in the summer of 1989 and what was that about like we haven't maybe talked about that on here before. Right. But like, what was the value of being baptized to you? Uh, it was, well, b- b- being raised in a Catholic church, like it was like, I remember mom and dad, why are you getting baptized again? You were baptized as a child, right? right? <laughs> I said, well, it's, it's declaring, uh, it's my statement of faith in my opinion opinion is it's it's letting go of the old life and and being reborn like in christ yeah that's my understanding yeah, that of picture baptism. Of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and so i tried to explain that to them they got it i mean they they allowed me to be who i am so yeah yeah when when you made that commitment to christ and the pastor's rejoicing and everything like what changed in your life what ch- what else changed in your life? Did every was everything all perfect after that? Can you? No, no, not everything was perfect. There were many things that trials that the Lord helped me yeah. with through. And I would say the biggest trial and the most painful was when uh, my div- my my marriage ended. Yeah. But prior to that, there had been some you know some tough times yeah 
And I, I would come to the Lord with that. And yeah. he would always see me through. He would always help me through it. And and the church community would get together as ladies and pray together. And yeah, I understood the grace of God and his goodness in my life. Yeah. 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 He led me through many things. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And through friends and like your mom and Shona here. Yeah. And you and my mom are good friends. Yes. Yeah. My mom loves you so much. I love her too. Yeah. I love Shona. Everybody's. Yeah. And it's interesting how your mom came into my life was just shortly after my marriage broke down and and her marriage had broken down and yeah. how we can help each other out when we go through the, you know, the, the struggles that we go through in our life. We can identify to, with people that have been through the same. Yeah. You can't help somebody when you haven't been through it yourself, when you haven't walked through that pain, right? Yeah. 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 Um, you but know, you, it's all God too, though. Sure. God brings those people yeah, totally. to life totally. at the right That's the beautiful thing about the body yeah. of yeah. Christ is that everybody's got different things. and Yeah. Exactly. I yeah. wouldn't be able to relate to you yeah. in the same way yeah. Marjorie can. And yeah. 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 And I that's really interesting to hear you talk about that too, because you talk about like when I'm thinking about your Catholic faith and the and the disconnect in a sense. Um, but the body of Christ, the church, like what's what does that mean to you now? Like bef- like compared to your experience growing up? Oh, it means everything. I mean, yeah. you can reach out to one another, uh, support one another. You're of a like mind. You can ask for prayer. You know you have a family yeah. that uh, of believers that are there for you. Like, it, And I, I'm going to go back to Prince Rupert, where I was all by myself. The Lord took me away from my family in northern Alberta through my marriage, and I was on my own. Whereas all my siblings stayed behind on the farm. And I broke away from that. So I had to totally, I came to that place where I think I had to realize that there had to be more to life than than this. Just living, right. even though my marriage, things were going well. I had beautiful children. Things were great on the surface. I knew deep down there had to be more. So I think that move helped me understand that there, ha- there was more, whereas I could have been really comfortable, even though I yeah. totally walked away from the Catholic faith and going to church. The community standards there were still there. Culturally speaking, that was a good thing. You're, you're, you're helped. You're, you know, like you're with people that you know. They're always willing to help one another out there. Yeah, yeah. But whereas in Rupert, I was by myself. Yeah. And, and then when I came to the family of Christ, then it opened up beautiful, beautiful life. Yeah. Yeah. Friendships. Yeah. 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 I, so you used to work at Christensen. Yes. Village. Yep. Which is, if you don't know, seniors home, yep. old folks home. Yep. Nursing home. Yep. Tell and us about your time there. Complex you... care and nursing home and Alzheimer's cottages. I heard you, I heard you have, uh, What's the way to say it? Quite a... You had a lot of ministry opportunity there. I did. Yeah, that's what we were wondering about, was just yeah, your... I know. It was, you know how the Lord used you it in was your a, workplace. Yeah, it was the Lord, because I went back into nursing after my marriage broke down, because I had been a nurse before. Um, and it was very fulfilling. I have to say, that was a good thing. It was. I really loved going back into it. 
And there were times when I worked nights that I was, you know, faced with people that were dying. They were in palliative care, and I would have one-on-one, and we we would engage in conversation, and I would try to, to talk to them about, you know, their lives and what had transpired and how they were raised and where they were at and if they had made their peace with God, and one thing would lead to the next. Yeah. And I'm not supposed to proselytize or anything like that, but I didn't care. I mean, that's a soul, totally, right? Totally, it's a life. That needs the Lord, just like me being so afraid that if I died without Christ and I didn't even know the magnitude of it then, like eternity without God. Yeah. Um, so, yes, whenever I could, I would just lay it out, lay out the, the gospel message, and I would ask them if they wanted me to pray with them. And many of them did. Many yeah. of them came to Christ. And I remember one gentleman in particular, I remember saying to him, one day we'll be dancing on the streets of gold together. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was a special... He had been in palliative care for a long, long time, and he was one of those guys that was very a lovely man. And he touched my heart, so I didn't mean it in a in I meant it in in a way of rejoicing. You know, yeah. we, we will rejoice together. Yeah, in heaven. Yeah, yeah. So good. Because so many of them would say, "Well, I'm not a church person, and I'm not this, and I'm not that, and I wasn't. I believe in God, but." You know, they they hadn't connected dots either, just like me. I sure. hadn't connected the dots that Jesus was the Savior of the Lord of the world, and he he was you know uh, died for our sins, and he was resurrected on the third day, and all that. So. Yeah. What are you excited about with regards to your faith these days? Just oh my goodness, <laughs> seeing the convergence of everything that's happening in the world. You're excited that, about Bible prophecy. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I have been for quite a few years, but yeah. now when you're seeing all of this happening, that's why I'm saying I'm letting go of everything and just hanging on to that, hanging on to his message and the blessed hope that he's coming for his people. And, you know, I don't know when that will be, Nobody knows, yeah. but we know that his word is true. Yeah. And so many prophecies have come to pass and more will come to pass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's so awesome because it's like a discouraging time for lots of people. And the church has the answer. It's Jesus. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. To have our hope there. And it's yeah. like one of the things I love about these days is it's like, uh, just like you said, it's like we're having to let go of the things of this world and— Cling to Christ more yep. and more and more and have that, our lamps burning, which means for a Christian, it just means to be ready, to be right. awake for the coming yeah. of Christ. That's right. Yeah. Because we can get pulled in it so easily. Like if yeah. I take my eyes off Jesus, I can get pulled so easily by the injustice because I, I really like justice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, which is good. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> but I have to give it back to God, right? Yeah. Like every time, like I'm going, okay, Lord, I'm feeling myself slip away here, so I need to get back into the Word. And that's why prayer and getting into the Word really helps. And, and of course, listening to great podcasts and coming to church. And thank you, both of you for your great teachings and you know we glean from all the good teaching that's out there that's biblical and yeah. and founded on on the bible yeah 
That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's great. Okay. You did awesome. I'm glad you came, Suzanne, because... I'll, I mean, I'll be honest. You've all, I've ne- I've never really talked to you all that much. You've always been kind of the lady that sits up on our back corner there, and I've never really I knew don't know you, all the treasures in know. our church. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's cool to get to know people yeah. that uh, just hear their yeah. story. That yeah. there's a lot going on. Yeah, God's God's hand was on my life right from the word go because I w- I forgot to say I was born premi and they didn't think I was going to live oh. back in 1953. Yeah. Wow. And um, he saved me from blindness, from too much oxygen in the incubator, and all of that. There's so many different things that he saved me from. That I'm, and all the other stuff that I'm unaware of that <laughs> I did when I was away from him, right? Yeah. I wasn't walking with Christ. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If we had someone that was listening that was like, you know, grew up in the Catholic faith, and... Maybe they've walked away. There's a lot of people out there in that mm-hmm. position. What what would you say to someone that's in that spot? I would say uh, forgive them for they did not know what they were doing. Many of the nuns and priests that have abused people in that system, but there were also really good people that loved the Lord and knew what Jesus had done. But getting back to the to the important message of the gospel it's all about jesus and we need to understand what he's done for us and that he is the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the father except through him through him yeah not through the church no. through the priest no through jesus no human institutions only the lord the lord gave us instructions he left us with the good book and for our own uh, studies, right? Yeah. And to accept Christ and, and see where it leads. That's what I would, I would encourage them to, to, uh, to consider Christ. Not that I would coerce them into it or push them into it. I would say consider. Consider that and see. Yeah. Weigh these things well, for yourself. Yeah. Weigh these things for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If they have a longing and if and they know they have an awareness that there is a God, but to make sure that that their eternal destiny is with the Lord. I love that about the Christian faith. It can be put to the test. It's like we're not afraid of questions. We're not afraid of people who think for themselves. In fact, we like encourage that. You should consider these things for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Don't take Blake's word for it. Yep. Don't take Suzanne's word for it. Yep. If God is God and his word is real and Jesus is the Savior, then we can personally know that and it can be put to the test. Amen, because I'm a living testimony of that because I was seeking him. I didn't know, but it says in Deuteronomy 4 or something that if you seek me with all your heart, soul, and mind, you, you will find me. And, he, I, and I found him and he found me. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, he can find anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I can come to Christ, anybody can. So for the people <laughs> for the people that have family members, they think, oh, it's impossible. No, no, no. It's not not everything's possible with Christ, with God. So just keep praying. But that's what I would encourage uh, the people that have strayed away, walked away from the institution. It's not that was not the love of God. That's not love. That's not exactly representing the character of God. 
like you yeah. say, seek it out for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Also, in the midst of all the bad stuff, how the Lord works out good things in the midst of it. Like even in my education with the nuns and the priests and as harsh as they were, and they made me quit school ahead of time and all of that, there were some good things that came out of that because I was still in a really good community that we we helped each other out. I, was, I lived a very sheltered life, which was a very good life. Like it, it was solid as far as values and morals and and work ethics and all that, and I learned to read and write in French. And I in northern Alberta in those days there was no such thing as French immersion. So the nuns got away from it by um, ordering um, uh, correspondence courses yeah. in English. And they would write, they knew English, so they would write all the answers on the blackboard, and we were all the little copycats and write all the answers in the correspondence books and slap that it closed, and the rest oh, of the oh, education really? was in French. <laughs> 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 so that was good. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known like to read and write in French. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. <laughs> and so now, like I glean, I, I try to glean all the good things that came out of that. You know, all of, there's, yeah. there's out of even the bad, God brings some good things out of it. Yeah. 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 And then I quit school, and then I started working. I went cooking, and I was 15 in a, in a logging camp. God protected me there. Um, then I went as, as a carried to start in a nursing home when I was 17. And uh, the, the, the matron, uh, the charge nurse, told me, she said, I think you'd be a really good nurse. You should go back to school. And she is the one who inspired me to go back. And so I went to take my nursing uh, um, LPN license when I was 22 and I thought I was an old girl because everybody in those days came out right out of high school right. and went into nursing so. <laughs> <laughs> so and then that led me later on to go back into a career that I needed when I was on my own yeah. as yeah. a new divorcee yeah so and which was very enriching for me the second time around it, you know there was there were lots of tough times but a lot of good times it was really good i loved being a nurse i loved being there so yeah yeah to be able to look back and see man the lord is so good yes he was he yeah. was he directed you know my path even though so many times i didn't give it in god's hands there's so many times but now i'm more and more it's like almost every second lord help me with this help me with that right. like <laughs> yeah. like that's that's good that's a good place to be totally. right to acknowledge okay i need you every single day almost every single minute but whereas in those days it wasn't so there were so many things you take into your own hands but god works it out for good for yes. his goodness his glory yeah yeah Cool. That's it. That's great. Okay. Thanks, That's Suzanne. That's awesome. Okay. Appreciate it. Great. <laughs> that was super enjoyable. Oh, thanks. You call it warping it? Yeah, it's called warping when you put all the treads on oh, for the towels. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's... 180 turns times 660 treads. Oh my times gosh. Times 11. Wow. 
So it's a big job. But yeah. I ordered um, through Leclerc, uh, the loom uh, industry in Quebec, an extension would seem to make it easier for the warping. So Len and I are just trying to figure, figure that it out. out. Thank goodness Len's there. He's really good with that kind of stuff. Mechanical How part. long have you been doing that? Just a, since I went to Alberta a couple of years ago. Well, four years ago, actually. And I just fell in love with it. So <laughs> yeah. you've got... I've heard rumors of this. You've got like a big, I've got a loom. legit yeah. loom, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. How yeah. big is this? Thing? Is that what it's you made? It's forty-five. Is that what yeah, you made the, towel. the towels? Yeah. yeah. And I'm warping oh, okay. it again now to get more towels. And we it, have a couple. They're like work. They're like works of art. They are. Yeah. But and they, they actually they are very absorbent. They actually work. Yes, yeah. they do because yeah, they're yeah, 100% cotton. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I have some. But they're beautiful. Don't you wipe those spaghetti fingers on that towel? <laughs> and I love it because I went from just plain colors to, wow, I was like a little girl with a box of crayons, new crayons, you yeah. know, all these colors and all the potential that you could make in the patterns. And it was just crazy. So are you following patterns? You're making them up? I'm following patterns, yeah. Yeah. things that I, yeah. and then there's some that I made up by accident because I didn't repeat. And I'm yeah. going, oh, that works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's how the Lord works in our lives. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. We're, we're in his loom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Putting> his... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you know that do you know that old poem, that tapestry poem? Yes. Yeah, I love that one. When I was a kid that hung in the bathroom on the wall. Yeah. I that's beautiful. So Sitting yeah. on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah that's right. Nice visuals. <laughs> and when you look behind, it's full of these yeah. threads that you don't even know what yeah. what the image will be, but you see it. In we're, the seeing the, so we're seeing, we're the, seeing back, the back end. And the yeah. Lord is seeing yeah. the front. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Exactly. It's cool. Right. When Once you've set that up, like how much product can you do? Like, I can, that'll last I can, you quite a while, yes, like yeah, a year that, or something. Yeah. Of work? And that, that's what it. It lasted me for a year. I, it, okay. I was able to produce 90 towels. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so my next project, when I'm run out of the white thread for my warp for uh, towels, I want to do uh, rugs. So I'm going to have to order new warp thread, nylon, the tough stuff, and go through some of my fabrics. Because at one time, I thought when I retired, I was going to do quilting and stuff like that. But I found a new passion. So. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Like, I got so many questions. I don't even like. <laughs> so it's like this massive loom, right? Yes. Yeah. It's 45 inches 45 wide. 45 inches. 45 yeah. inches wide. Yeah. I'll take pictures you for it, you. Yeah. And I'll you do it all by hand? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. Electricity. If there's no electricity, no electricity you can, do, like you can do it all. It's great. Yeah. And so when you say you got to warp new thread, did yeah. I say that right? What does yeah. that mean? That means you. In order to weave, you have to have a weft, uh, the shuttle. Yeah, that, I know that, yeah. Yeah, and you have to have the warp threads that are in place. Okay, that are order, vertical. Vertical, exactly. Yes. And that's what creates the the cloth. And so that'll and only pattern. last you a year? Yeah, okay. because you have to load up all those threads. I've got 11 sections. You'll have, you and... and um, Jessica, I have to come by. Yeah, I'm like fascinated. Yeah, because come and see I know it's it. super is interesting. There, isn't there someone else on the coast that has like a, a uh, original 
Loom? Yeah, well, that you, Jana, Jana, right? Yeah, Jana. Yeah. She's yeah. the one who. She did she, she teach you or kind of no, get it going? No, oh. she didn't. Okay. She's the one who gave me the loom because some she passed it forward to oh. me because when she found out I had learned to weave in northern Alberta and I was looking at possibly getting a smaller loom and they're quite pricey. And she had this loom that she was, wasn't not using. Yeah. Somebody had given it to her. And she says, well, I'm going to pass it forward to you. I had to buy extra parts in that, but right. it was a lot cheaper than buying a right. brand new loom, let me tell you. <laughs> and, okay, and there's the cost of new heddles and all that, but it, it's still really So good. when you make, so like you gave us those towels. Uh, yeah, wedding. my warp is about this wide, yeah. Okay, and so it shrinks after you have to, you have to cut them, sew them, and then wash them and iron them. Okay, so and you make what, it this big. Yep. You don't make like a massive thing and then cut it down. It's like no, it's, it's made that yeah, big. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, because you have to have your edges that stay solid, and the oh, only okay. pieces that you sew is the t- top and bottom oh, ends. Okay. Otherwise, it would all unravel. Right, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I think of Suzanne many times when I open the towel drawer in yeah, the kitchen. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah. That's awesome. yeah. I love that. pretty much the only towel we use. Okay. Really? Well, yeah. Like, I'm not trying to butter you. No, I know. No, they're no, they're well, beautiful. They're works of art. Two of, did you give us really? two or one? I can't I, remember. But I think I gave two. But it sits on yeah. our like counter and then it gets washed and then it goes right back on the yeah, counter. Well, we, don't, <laughs> we don't use other towels. Yeah. Dish towels. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. Well... Because I just remember Jessica that, come home. That's and she our said, culture too, right? The French Canadians, they almost most homes had looms in oh, really? Quebec. Oh. They did everything. Like when there was uh, old clothing that was no use, they would rip it in little strips. Yeah. And make blankets out of that, or oh. you name it. They, it was recycled everything. Yeah. And then they got onto the towels, and but now I'm buying new trash. Right. Not, using not taking recycled. old, right. old yeah. recycled stuff. But that's where the carpets will come in. I'll u- reuse some of them. Oh, okay. My I don't have fabric. bits of like lens underwear in, <laughs> yeah. my, in my towel. No, I was going to say that too. No, I'm no, like, nice. no, never, never. <laughs> I was about to not use no, that towel. Yeah, no, yeah. no, It's all brand new threads and actually, you know, it's washed after and it's ironed and yeah, no, it's beautiful. Okay, that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. Suzanne. Was, I love Suzanne. Very fun. Just as we were, just a little insight, as we were wrapping up, she came back. She was gone for like 15 minutes, and we were chatting about it. And then all of a sudden, she came back in and brought us towels. Towels from her loom that and, she loomed. And our wives are going to be so happy, man. Our like, wives and exactly. me. And, yeah, me too, right. That's right. I'm going to let you a little bit of insight. You know who's the one he usually... Washes dishes. Washes dishes. It's me, Jessica. No, No. (laughs) it's you. (laughs) It's me. So I love these towels. You love almost more than Jessica. I think I do. Sweet. Well, that was really fun having Suzanne because we had a we had a little bit of a you know it didn't come together for us this time around and we're like ah what are we gonna do and we needed someone to step up to the plate. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and then every time I would pray about it, Suzanne would just come to my mind, and uh, I'm so glad we had her. Totally, it was really fun. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Great. Okay, thanks, Blake. Well, thanks. Watch out for the next episode, this time for sure dropping uh, April 1st. We'll see you then.